Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the City of Geekham. I'm Ryan, your host, and as always I'm joined by my co-host William. Hello there. We're just winging it. Right, welcome to 2021. The 2021? Yeah. Covid's over. It's gone, isn't it? It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone outside. It's gone outside. No, it's still here. It's still here. And we're back in lockdown. And we're back in lockdown in the UK for <laughs> yeah. two months, is it? We end 2020 as we mean to go on in 2021. Now, hopefully everyone's had a good uh, new year and Christmas. We had, didn't we? Yeah, it was good fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. We year. were able to get... I, all of us were able to um, see our families before lockdown stuff kicked in. Yes. Over Christmas. Um, I was able to go home for the day. It was very nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah, um, it was it was weird because it was like it was like it was a nice break from things of like just the same mundane stuff of in and out of lockdown that this past year has been. Yeah, and COVID stuff, but at the same time, it didn't quite feel the same because it was like you know, I had to keep a distance from parents and stuff. Yeah, but it was it, and it was also the fact that obviously they had to bring me back on the same day, so it was like <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not really a holiday, I guess. It doesn't really no, feel like one. But it will just make, when I get the opportunity to, go home for a week better. That all better. Yes. Most certainly. Let's just hope we can all tackle this year better than the last. I mean, it can't get worse, can it? Don't fucking Don't say that. <laughs> uh, right, so in this... You're careening towards Earth or something we, like that. Yeah, probably. Oh, well. Uh, we'll just, I don't know, make memes about it. Careering. Yes, um, we are so behind on news. We're gonna be today talk. We're gonna be. To, we're gonna. Be, we're gonna be. Fuck. We're gonna talk about the Marvel Investors Day stuff. Marvel. Well, not Marvel. Disney we've Investor Day so stuff. We've got so much news, haven't we? That we decided to break it up. Yes. To to kind of Marvel Disney umbrella stuff today because and we're Star talk Wars about the and all that. In a bit. Uh, so it's like in a bit well, if we, next next episode do you want to leave it till next episode well we'll see yeah, how far yeah. we get with the news because yeah, this is going to take so ages. much this is going to take ages um, um, but we felt that that was probably a good place to start because it kind of it brackets that of what the last TV show we sort of watched together most certainly uh, and then we'll leave all the there's not actually too much other news yeah but we'll leave the rest of that until the next episode of indeed uh, so uh, well should we talk about Star Wars or Marvel first or should we talk about all the other little stuff they did first, actually? Um, should we talk about the little stuff first? We'll do that. Like, so, that's probably... I think this is in uh, the uh, in- Investor Day stuff. But Disney are going to be uh, first-of-its-kind collaboration. Disney Animation Studios is going to be teaming up with Pan-African Entertainment Company. Uh, oh, fuck, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Kugali? Kujali? I don't know. Kugali? Kugali Entertainment Kugali, uh, company. I think. There's no, like... Um, creating all new science fiction series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Iwaju. Or Iwaju. Iwaju. Please forgive me for this terrible pronunciation. It's 2021. I haven't changed a bit. What do you want? What do you expect? But that's good, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking or, at Iwaju yeah. to see if there was... Uh... Any good stuff that they've um, done? Um, or any... It's a song. Oh, is it? Apparently. Oh. Um, they're teaming up with a song. Oh, there you go. Iwaju means the future. Oh, yes. In the uh, your, uh, your Uber language. Your Uber language. Okay. Your Uber language. You know, I'm interested in there that. There you go. Because uh, the, from the screenshot that I have, it's very tiny, but it, I quite like the look of it. It looks interesting. It looks very... 
much inspired by like Black Panther, which is very interesting. Yes. Sci-fi Black is sci-fi Black Panther basically, isn't it? Is that what I mean? Is? Black Panther is sci-fi basically. What I suppose it is, yeah. Because technology and shit. It's, it's fantasy, but yeah, um, yeah, it looks. But uh, I don't know. An animation. It looks cool. I like the visual concept of it. it looks, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like we were saying, or I was saying, when this popped up, when the the photo popped up on your screen, I thought it was uh, they were Disney were like advertising and planning to do like an African theme park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll probably invest that into friggin' Disney World or anything like that eventually. So yes and no. <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised that there's not an African Disney World already. Very true. It's Where the would largest they put continent it? on the planet. Where would they put it? What is... This is going to be test our geographical knowledge of, like, where would they do it? They can't do it in Egypt. I, Too hot. Well, it's interesting you say that, but, like, Egypt and, like, Saudi Arabia and things would probably be the place it would be, because that's where all the money uh, It'd is. probably be, like, Abu Dhabi and all that. It would be, like, Abu yeah. Dhabi, yeah. It would be Disney World, Abu Dhabi. That's what it would be. I know Abu Dhabi's not in Africa. Or is it? I don't know if I can... No, no, it's, it's not. Like, but it's we, you know what I mean. Continental Asia, but, Saudi yeah. Arabia, and all that. Yeah, maybe they could do it in South Africa, South um, Africa. South Africa would be the other option. Yeah. But also, like there's there's other growing economies as well. Like, um, uh, is it Nigeria's economy is pretty? Probably. I'm trying to think of. I I watched a video the, uh, not not too long ago about um, it was I went down a weird rabbit hole of uh, great engineering feats and stuff. So I was looking at the tallest buildings in the world and the planned tallest buildings in the world. Yeah. And how there's a discussion going. This is a bit of a sidetrack, sorry. But no, it's fine. About how there's a discussion going on of like, will the the Burj Khalifa ever be beaten for the biggest build, the tallest building in the world? Because oh, yes. not not because we we don't have the engineering to do it, but because is it economically viable to oh, build something that tall? Absolutely not, but they're going yeah. to do it. <laughs> well, this is the thing. There's several projects that have started, but they're all on hold at the moment oh, because the because... money's just run out. Well, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. But the whole world's well, not in just lockdown. because of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, think it's, I think it is Saudi Arabia. I think Saudi Arabia are building... Uh, I've forgotten what it's called, but it's a, it's a tower that's similar to the Burj Khalifa. It's going to surpass it if it ever gets built. Yeah. But they stopped it, and this was before COVID, but they stopped it because they just ran out of money. <laughs> The, the country went bankrupt, basically, because of they're trying to build this thing. Um, but anyway, so I was trying to think of the places in Africa that it listed. There were a couple of where projects like that are taking place. Yeah. And I've got a feeling Nigeria was one of them. Okay. That there was something going on there, like a big project boom to like rebuild most of their capital city and modernise it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, also, like, if you don't put it in Egypt, because you already have the pyramids, don't... You know, share around, man. People are already going to your country because you've got the pyramids and the Sphinx and stuff. You don't have to have a bloody Disney World, though, as well. Mind you. You'd, who am I to say? I'm not actually complaining. It would be, it'd be really interesting because where would... Like, you'd have to... On top of have... one of the pyramids is a zip line going into the mouth of hey, M- Mickey that. Mouse and stuff. Oh, God, I'd be terrified. Or they'd make it so it goes into the into the side of the Sphinx or something. Oh, yeah. Just zip lining around Egypt. <laughs> I oh, know. Knowing Disney, they probably just rebuild their own set of pyramids. They probably one. would actually, yeah. Because that's what they do. Yeah. Even if it wasn't in Egypt, they'd do that anyway. <laughs> they would. It's just what they do. Um, like Pharaoh Land or something. Yeah. Come, I want to go to Egypt. Come ride the the mummy would be the name of the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just built half their theme park. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, uh, this is trademarked. If you <laughs> if you steal our ideas, you owe us money. Um, anyway, the the other thing that was sort of in their thing, uh, their thing was, was in their thing, 
was uh, they're doing a Lightyear um, Buzz Lightyear Buzz Lightyear series show, show yeah. film whatever oh Blasting Into the- yeah so it's a film Blasting Into Theatres June 17th 2022 Lightyear is the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear and he's not voiced by Tim Allen no he's voiced by our lord and saviour Chris Evans everybody's favourite Captain America yeah everyone's favourite human being or is that Keanu Reeves who's better Keanu Reeves or Captain America you ask me who my favourite human being is that's yeah. a, that's a big question yeah there's been a lot of great human beings they have to fight to the death who's going to win <laughs> okay Keanu Reeves or Chris Evans <laughs> if you make Chris Evans in cyberpunk you probably fight Keanu Reeves or John Wick versus Captain America John Wick versus <laughs> It's going to be... It's going to be that nobody wanted, but we'll need. Disney, again, this is trademarked. Well, I can't trademark your character, but you know what I mean. Fucking hell. Um, they're going to make that film, aren't they? Captain yeah, America win that. Um, yeah, Chris Evans Have is... you ever seen the, the cartoon Buzz Lightyear movie? No, I didn't. I know of it. Have you not? Oh, no, I know of it. Mate. I've heard it's great. You need to watch it. It's really great. Yeah. Um, damn, I guess is... that's just going to be... This is going to be a more modern version of... That. That, basically. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's fine. This yeah, is an I, interesting I, bit. I think this is a bit of concept art. Yeah. But it looks really interesting. Um, yeah, and Chris Evans put out a tweet, he said, and just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy, this is the origin of the human being Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. That the toy is based on. So yeah, it's like, it's just like the other, um, the other cartoon movie was. It's, it's, it, what if Buzz Lightyear was a real character in like a sci-fi. That's really cool. Thing. Yeah. So it's, idea. um, it's cool. It worked the last time they did it with the cartoon, so I'm excited to see like the kind of more high end animated version of it. Yeah. Um, and then, do you, well, this is sort of going into the Marvel territory. Do you want to go into Marvel or Star Wars and Investor Day sort of stuff? Investor Day. Why do they call it Investor Day? I don't know. Just be like, hey, we're flexing our muscles about why you should buy Disney Plus. Look at us. We're Disney. They call it Investor Day because you're investing in Disney Plus to be able to make all these things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Should we go Star Wars first? It's up to you, man. Let's do Star Wars first. Let's do Star Wars. Right. So, um, I've, I've basically... You could go into a little bit more detail if you know more of this than me. But I've got like a picture I'm of... I'm frantically scrolling through my list I have here. Yeah. <laughs> Good. To, to find whether um, I actually have anything this, this, on... This is technically under LucasArts, but we'll get into the uh, uh, bloody Star Wars in a second. So I'll, I'll list off the things that I don't really uh, recognise. So, Children of Blood and Bone. They're doing a thing. I have no idea what that's based off. Uh, Children of Blood and Bone. That sounds very Disney. <laughs> that's very... Um... Children, I'm going to Google it while we think about it. Children of Blood and Bone. That's very... That sounds like a spin-off of a spin-off comic uh, in the Star it's, Wars it's a It's a fantasy novel. Nigerian, uh, Nigerian-American novelist Tommy Adeyemi. Uh, is this going to be a good thing? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's um, a thing happening. It's movie in development from Lucasfilms. Okay, I've no idea what it's about. Children of Blood and Bone movie. Yeah. So it's not even Star Wars related. No, no, no. This is under Lucasfilms. It's like um, Indiana Jones. I'll get, that's a good segue because okay, I just mentioned cool. it. Indiana Jones. Right. That obviously five <clears throat> is coming out. That's I don't know how they're gonna do that. 
But, but right. everything, well, mostly everything else on the thing behind yeah. her is Star Wars. The, apart from Indiana Jones and Willow. But. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing. So Indiana Jones 5 happening, going ahead. Don't know if it's filming or not. Don't know if they're, yeah, it's happening, but don't know when it's going to come out and whatever. They probably, I probably do, but I don't know. Um, Willow is a thing happened. Did you watch the original Willow? I haven't, no. No. I heard it was really Warwick, Warwick Davis. Warwick a little, Davis. a little wizard. I don't know if I even asked accurate I just know that he plays a guy with a wand he plays Willow um, yeah yeah I'll, I'll have to watch it I think it might be on Netflix so I'll give it a watch yeah I think there's like a is there a spin off of it as well that he was in maybe. isn't there already a second movie maybe an animated film oh, I, I, I don't I, I feel I'm like there's so, another project with the Willow I'm so out of the loop with all these like little niche things that is apparently like, really good and I'm like I don't well, know well you can do it for an episode of Get Educated there we go Willow yes is it good Okay, <laughs> so Star Wars stuff. Um, Star Wars Visions. Visions. Do you know about that? Visions of the Force. Visions. It is a uh, original series of animated short films celebrating the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. Oh, so it's basically just remaking all the good Star Wars stuff, but make it anime. I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe. That came out very cynically. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry that that was that tone that I used. Cellar, but... Maybe. So it's basically it's basically films. what if, but not as interesting. What if, but Star Wars. But not what if, just as is. Maybe. But again. That's as far as I know. Really, uh, not much said about Star Wars visions other than project would be best anime creators. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm all for that. Because it's, I mean, I'm it's, sure it will it's look different. Amazing. Yeah, it's different. Amazing. And uh, you could say it's got a good vision. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to give up. Oof. I'm definitely oh, going to give up. Oh, that was a deep dive. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, kill me. Uh, right, and you know what? Let's just go through this list. Right, Mandalorian Season 3 is definitely happening. We already knew that. Uh, from, yeah, I mean, it was going to be obvious that that from, was going to happen. From what I... I don't know. It says it's... Coming out Christmas 2021, but you know what? Fuck it, I'll just say it. There's a little spoiler. Right, spoilers for the end, very, very ending of Mandalorian Season 2. Post-credit scenes, to be exact. Oh. The Book of Boba Fett. Hmm. That's happening. That's one of the shows they announced, yeah. That's happening at Christmas 2021, and I heard rumours rumors or things that have confirmed, I don't know, that allegedly, possibly, maybe, Mandalorian Season 3 is happening after that. So, Mandalorian oh, Season okay. 3, yeah, so, so it's like sort of, we're, we're going to be having, like, uh, not chronology, but maybe, like, timeline-wise, we are, we're going to have, like, a year break for Mandalorian. We're going to, like, right, we've had two seasons, it was great, now Boba Fett and his, like, little stories and stuff, and maybe where he's been, what's happened and stuff, and then we're going to have season three of Mandalorian. Good stuff. Really enjoyed season okay. two. I feel like, I feel like that's very, um, that's a very smart. Yeah. Decision. Again, not, I don't want to get into spoilers too much about Mandalorian season two, but with the ending of that, I think it's a good idea to take it's, a break. It's a, yeah, a break slash, we'll, we'll need time to think about what to do next. It's interesting. It's, it's a good sort of yeah. cut off point. Yeah. There's a good article that I have here, but I, I will I'll keep it and I'll read it in full, and I'll, I'll maybe we'll do a section on it when we come to talk about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Because I haven't read it in full yet. But it talks about the marvel of the Star Wars content that Disney are doing. 
which is very obvious that they're, they're doing the same thing Marvel are doing. They're breaking down all these projects mm. and trying to kind of I, get a structure that's similar to like releasing things and announcing things. But also, I I would say that when you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you have like the movies and that is just incredible. Like with the story they tell, you can't tell, you can't really do that sort of franchising like two movies a year yeah, with Star Wars. I don't Wars. think it's talking about franchising necessarily of the Marvelfication. But it's just it's, talking about the format in which they're doing yeah, things. Yeah, I think they're trying to make it similar because it works for yeah Marvel. Well, so. well they they tried that with. I think the idea of having a lot of series of Star Wars on Disney Plus, uh, it um, what's that bloody word? It uh, it has my interest a lot more than just. Is a bunch of movies every year of Star Wars. It's like, oh, I, you know, Star Wars is good in bits, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, in, yeah. in bite-sized chunks, it's yeah, bite-sized chunks, chunks, and like when you have like a full movie. Yeah, because we had, you know, when the original trilogy came out, it was like three every uh, over the span of like six years or mm. something. I don't know the exact dates. And then it was the same with the prequels. And then when it came to the sequels whether you like them or dislike them, whatever, we had the movies of the uh, Skywalker saga and then you had like them trying to do a solo, a Rogue One, a this, a that. And it's like, this is too much. Yeah. But then obviously you had, uh, it's nitpicky really, but like a a Mandalorian, that's fine. Because A, it's different and it's not like, oh, the world's going to end and there's big bad stuff and the whole galaxy's going to die. It's, it's just little stories. You know, you have the Clone Wars here and there. You have Rebels and whatever. It's like, yeah, you can watch them. Like, yeah, I guess it's more of um, these are stories that you can engross yourself in mm. if you want to and whether they have a massive impact on your understanding of the wider universe of Star Wars. Yeah, it's, 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 kind it's up, up to, it's up to you. Yeah. And then that's why I'm sort of, uh, not worried, but sort of thinking with the Marvel stuff, it's like, I'm really excited, obviously, I'm a Marvel fanboy, but would I have to watch WandaVision to understand what happens in Doctor Strange 2? Probably. probay. Yes. Because we'll get onto it, there is stuff that has okay, been yeah, announced, so that's a good point. which I'm like, you shouldn't feel, have and I feel to. Like, and I feel like Marvel are getting more and more towards, leaning towards that, of like, more and more interconnectivity. Yeah, which is fine. Maybe because they feel that now they've done I, Endgame and they brought everybody together, they need to kind of keep those ties yeah. between everything. Or just let loose. Yeah, or the, the interesting quote that was in this article was that... Um, and I, I kind of sniggered at it a little bit, I have to admit, with my Star Wars cynical brain yeah. at the moment, because that's where I'm at with Star Wars. But I I sniggered at it because it said, uh, I think it was Bob Iger was like saying, we, we want to stress with Star Wars and with all things Disney, it's always about quality and not quantity. Uh, hmm. And it made me snigger <laughs> yeah, hmm. because you've just announced... All of like, these shows... You have announced 10 shows for both Marvel and you've Star Wars. You've already made as many Star Wars movies, almost as many Star Wars movies as George Lucas made in God knows how many years. Yeah. In the space of not even 10. Yeah, exactly. So it made, it made me it made me snigger a little bit. As I said, I I'll, think, I'll read the full article. What, what, but what? it was... I just found it... I, I it's agree. Okay, it's okay, like, copying Marvel's structure because it works yeah Yeah, it's really good and i think it's and what i think it's really good about it is it's very 
uh, modern day savvy if yeah. you know what I mean it's very it's very conscious of the current format of film and TV yeah um, but don't just expect it to work because it yeah works exactly for, for one thing you know yeah you actually have to make it your own as well yeah you have to make it work for stuff because even though they're both you know both like comic book fantasy stuff but like Star Wars is a very different medium than yeah Marvel you know I think um, just to play devil's advocate yeah I understand where he's coming from also because like we've just said we, we've got this Disney uh, co- uh, collab with like this uh, pan-African yeah. uh, company so we're getting vastly different content as well like you know in the Marvel stuff like they're doing something completely different like it's almost like they're doing sub-genres within their genres Mandalorian is completely different from the Skywalker saga, which I love. So that sort of quality, yes. But then when you just sort of think about it, like we are, um, which again it is right. It's right both ways. The Mandalorian is is a good marker because it's encouraging signs that Disney are like seriously thinking about this stuff. Yeah, be but, more diverse in what you do. Yeah, and it's clear that they're trying to do that. Yeah, you know. Um, and I like it that there's a good balance in there of animated shows as well, because it means that they're not just going to focus on live yeah. action interconnectivity yeah. stuff. They're going to be like, no, we're going to do some fun little side projects that you can watch as well. Yeah. And I like the fact that I tell you what, with the whole um, the visions and the anime, it's going to look anime and stuff like that. But I can't. I'd like to know whether there's a lot of grown ups that, I'd say, like our parents, for example. Because we're still kids, obviously, because they're just like grown-ups. No, we're grown-ups. Um, I wonder if like our parents would snarl at the thought, oh, God, they're making anime? That's so childish. Because remember years ago, I you know, I heard conversations between uh, like grown-ups of them being like, oh, yeah, but like animations and like all these cartoons, they're for kids. Mm. Watch some they've Pixar. They've obviously never watched Japanese anime before. They've, they've never watched Pixar. Yeah, <laughs> like... Pixar or... Well, no, because Pixar is... Pixar, no, Pixar, yeah, that's true. or even it Disney deals, films deals with very heavy themes you know, the start of Tarzan it's dark as yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> up how, yeah, how like in, incredible is that opening it's the, it's it's the best it's the, the best I, opening of any Disney movie yeah I'm sorry or Pixar is. whatever it is or, well no of all of it of yeah Pixar and Disney but like, yeah it's like I don't like it when people are like oh Disney's for kids or Pixar's for kids or you know, just well yeah you have like Peppa Pig and Thomas the Tank Engine and stuff like that. Yeah, that's obviously angled towards angled towards kids, but which is not a problem, which is fine. But like, you can have animations which are, you know, have like mature themes and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But like, and and that's what you know most anime is. Most like um, Studio Ghibli films deal with pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. And pretty heavy themes, just through the eyes of usually a sort of adolescent main character yeah and even though it's you know and anybody who's a big fan of and is like a massive cry out you know cry out loud fan for anything that is like I don't know, i'm trying to think of a good example of a tv show that's animated but is very kind of heavy i suppose like the last airbender in a way yeah and that just comes to mind because it's on my watch list of netflix things i need to watch but yeah um all the way through well i think even but like the st- there's a lot of really interesting adult themes in that yeah but it's I, a cartoony style but yeah. it, it delivers on that front so 
you know, you can tell those, you can tell human stories through any medium. Just because something is cartoonish I doesn't make. I think it. the other good thing that Disney animation films and Pixar and all that does is, you know, you watch Toy Story when you are very like a baby, like a kid, and you enjoy it. And then when you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh, this is quite. This, you like, still enjoy it, but it, you, it's you still nice, the but heavier the, stuff. Yeah. You, yeah, there's so much more to it. Like you, it's you, more than just talking. It's toys. it's almost it's almost two different viewing experiences yeah. in different times of your life, which is incredible. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. I apologize for that. So, yeah, Mandalorian, Mandalorian season three is happening. Um, Andor, the Star Wars uh, show with Diego Luna's title uh, character, Cassian Andor, is happening. It's filming. It's it's a thing. What do you think of his character in Rogue One? We haven't actually spoken about Rogue One in this podcast, the actual film. Did you like him? Dislike him? Interesting that you do that, because I've got an article I just clicked on that, that oh, really? relates to this. Oh, nice. Um, and that is that Rogue One trends, as fans name it, the best Disney Star Wars movie. I mean, it is. Which is... It's for the sequels. <laughs> But yeah, obviously, I think there was something that really people connected to in Rogue One that they, they didn't connect to in the trilogy. Uh, maybe it was the fact that Rogue One actually has good written characters in it that are human. <laughs> it's it's different. Again, it's the whole thing. It doesn't rely on Skywalkers until the very end of the film, but whatever. But it's... Yeah, but it's, it's not... It, but even though Vader's in it, he's not the focus of it. He's no. just, it's, it's there because it's fan service. It's a little story that, yeah, but it's, it's fine. It, it, it focuses on the story of these people who, and, and there's still things about Rogue One that I look back on and I go, I, it still could be better than it is. Yeah, I mean, there was that whole con- controversy between like the director getting fired and, yeah, like, and whether the, the, all the refilming so, they did. The yeah. refill, yeah, like every Disney bloody Star Wars film had. Like everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, do, I do look at it and I go, yeah, it's a solid movie, and I really enjoy it because you you feel connected to the characters that you're watching, as you do when you watch the original Star Wars trilogy. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Cassian Andor, cool. There was even a moment like people in... did connect to his character quite a lot, so I, he, it, it I think makes it sense a... why they've chosen him to star in a TV show. I think there was, especially that I have no character. idea what it's going to be about. <laughs> I have no idea. Probably before he shoots that guy in the back at the start of Rogue One, which is what happened before then. I don't know. Um, no, but there was a lot of moments in Rogue One where I was like, I really like you, but I want more. Oh, like, but... We're you not know, getting you, enough you, of you. Yeah, you, you say that quote in what he says, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. It's like, okay, sh- fucking show me. Like, show me what got to you to this point. Why should I care about your yeah, character and yeah, stuff? And yeah, and maybe that's one of the things that isn't good about Rogue One. Is that, and, and I think it is now, I think about it, of like, you watch it and you go, oh, this is really good because I connect to these characters, but they're still in the world of old Star Wars, so they can't escape the, like, confined constrictions of the story that they're in. Mm. And it's like, as you said, you look at the character and you go, there you go, Disney, you've written a new character who's really interesting. Yeah. Tell us about him. Yeah. I've seen enough stormtroopers to drive me crazy. <laughs> Tell me about this person. Yeah. You know? And that's... Even though Rogue One has a good payoff in the end, the, like, the last half an hour is, like... Which, again... Amazing. But I think but, you... Not, I'm not saying this is wrong, that you kind of contradicted yourself. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that's like... when Darth Vader appears. It's and, Darth Vader, and, and it's all like, about the plans and yeah. the fucking rebellion. It's like, this is incredible! But I want but other stuff. But I want other stuff, yeah. But like, 
I like I'll just be honest with you, like I can't remember anything from the first half of Rogue One. No. No, no, I can't. Either. I just remember the char- character oh, uh, introductions uh, being like, okay, this is cool. Poor Gullet. I can get behind this. Do you remember that? No, it's been blanked from my mind. The squid thing that looks into your mind and tells if you... It's fucking dumb. Oh, I remember that. Why have you reminded me of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was bad. That, that, yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> fucking... Star Wars needs this MacGuffin in every single film where it's like, yeah, we need a weird monster. But why? <laughs> Sarlacc Pit, the Rancor, uh, episode five with the Yeti and the worm. The worm, oh yeah. The, and then you had, the giant space worm. Um, in Bloody Force Awakens, you have the spinny balls of mouths when Han Solo gets his shit back in Last, Last Jedi. Jedi it's, oh, fuck. Those uh, weird horse greyhound yeah. things. And in episode four, actually, it's that <laughs> is tentacle. Some, is there something else in... In The Last Jedi, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, the things that Luke sucks the milk out of. Yes. That was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Last Jedi's a perfect movie. It's apparently not the best Disney Star Wars movie, though. Um... No, Probably episode episode, episode four was probably the first one with that thing when they were getting crushed by the compactor. Yeah, the the weird weird... thing in the... What is that? What is that? Yeah. (laughs) Um, how big is this chamber like uh, episode 9 what was that I don't know just Palpatine (laughs) 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 yeah no it was the giant snake how could you forget about the snake oh yeah there was (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lonely sand snake (laughs) um Fuck, let's just get on with this, because we got a lot to cover. Um, so, and what's happening. Right, so, uh, also two sort of things in one, or whatever. So, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka is happening. And they're obviously, spoilers for Mandalorian Season 2, spin-offs of those characters that have appear in there, slash appeared in Clone Wars. They're getting their own stuff. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Um... They were great. I mean, they? Ahsoka's a great character, so I can understand why they're doing her own TV show. Yes. Um, I just... <sighs> I'm going to be such a Debbie Downer throughout this whole episode about Star Wars stuff. Okay. And if we get to talk about on The Mandalorian in this, you'll understand why I like this. Okay, but... I'm, I'm gonna, spoilers for like what happens when we talk about Mandalorian Season 2. When we first watched it, I was like, probably the same as you. I was like, yeah, it's good, but... There's still things I could change. I rewatched it over Christmas yeah. with Mum and that. I I I enjoyed it a lot, and there's you certain, it a, lot more, a yeah. lot more. And there's certain questions where I was like, "Yeah, but that had to happen." That yeah, we'll talk about we'll that. Talk about we'll, it. Talk we'll, about we'll talk about that when we get to Mandalorian. Because my mind has not moved on. <laughs> Hopefully, I would be able to like uh, bring up points that will make you think like ah oh, yeah okay the frustrating thing about ahsoka i will just say is that her timeline's gonna be so convoluted like she's in so many different like shows and True. things now True. it's like again it'll be that thing of maybe oh, this shit, show now... will give us some clarity which will be nice maybe also yeah it's it's that thing again is that oh shit now they're making ahsoka film so do i have to watch the clone wars and the rebels in order to understand what happens I mean, in ahsoka you should watch the clone wars anyway. i mean we're going the to clone anyway wars is so... the best star wars oh is it that's you will understand why yeah, I, know, you watch I, know, it, I, know. Yeah. I mean, I know what happens in it. Else, so <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, the Rangers of the Republic, that's like uh, Cara Dune and 
uh, the other uh, uh, what's a bloody name, Bo-Katan and isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, that's is all it those Rangers people. Is that the Rangers New Republic? It's been like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, Cara June led series that has been seen in teas throughout the season. Yeah, because yeah, she yeah stuff happens with her. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. That's fair enough. Next one. The one we've been the, the beg- one. we've been begging for this one for so long. Star Wars so... fans, Star Wars fans have been wanting this. Obi Wan Kenobi's getting his own series, and Hayden Christensen is returning as the Darth Vader. As the Darth Vader. Yes, the Darth Vader. The Darth. Uh, ten the years. Darth. It'll be happening ten years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith, and um, there will be the the rematch of the century. Uh, it's going to be set and it's going to be filmed in Boston, Lincolnshire, by the way. Boston. Okay. Is that Boston, Lincolnshire, as in. It's Boston, England, Lincolnshire. Oh! The original Boston. Not Boston. As, a, as opposed to Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah, we're going to offend so many Bostons. Bostons. Um, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Alright, so. Uh, I'm just like going through all of my Obi Wan thing. Uh, who's, this, who's this being made by? I've forgotten. We probably would have talked about it ages ago, but I've forgotten. Anyway, so... Right, I'm obviously looking forward to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. We all love Darth Vader. I, you know, I am a... really looking forward, the same as you, to seeing you and McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. again. I'm liking the fact that Hayden Christensen is back. As Darth Vader. Get, you know, get a second chance, or fourth. I, I like you... it that he's yeah. in it as well, yeah. Yeah. I do. I'm, I've got questions. Like... Okay, you've got Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader, so like, how's this going to work? Are you going to, like, is he just going to be behind a mask? Because if he is just behind a mask, then that's pointless. What's the point in bringing someone back if you're just going to put a mask over their face? So they're obviously, hopefully, going to have scenes where you just see his entire body fucked from, I don't know, the uh, lava he burned in. Will happen ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, hopefully they show us more of him and his like facial acting and stuff. And also, the one thing I'm not really looking forward to is the rematch of the century. So Obi-Wan and Darth Vader is going to fight again. Why? I... Here's the thing, because like, I've been so excited, like every Star Wars fan has, for this Obi-Wan yeah. series. I, I am glad that Hayden Christian is going to be in it. I think they had to put somebody else in that was a big name from the Star Wars world. Yeah. And I think he's, like he, as you said, he deserves another chance to like yeah. show that he's because he's, he's. I believe that he genuinely is a good actor. He just got handed a bad rep because of those movies. Yeah, it's a bit like the bloody um, Robert Pattinson, uh, Twilight stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The first thing you you people big just, people saw him like well not big people the mass first, audience yeah the mass audience saw him in was complete trash nope. kind of um, or not a good representation of like what he's capable of so. Yeah, hopefully this will do them justice, and hopefully they'll give us like more badass Darth Vader moments. But I, I, I don't want the rematch, because I don't want yeah, re- I don't the, want the idea. It breaks of, so much of the Star Wars world. The idea that they last see each other on Mustafar, and then they see each other again in the Death Star at that moment. Yeah, that's huge. It is huge. Adding something in between—that's a risky move. It's risky, hella risky. Because then you, you have that quote from Darth Vader's I, when I left you, I was but the learner, but now I'm the master. That sums up perfectly the time difference between yeah. episode three mm. and episode four. So 
I hope, and we've mentioned this to each other. Is I, that a new I hope? really. <laughs> God, I'm so Obi-Wan funny. Kenobi is our only hope. Yeah. Um, was my only hope for a series that I wanted from yeah, true. Star Wars. Um, I hope that they do some interesting stuff with dream sequences and they kind of keep it to Obi-Wan having force visions about it. Because that's the way that you could have you could have a potential rematch of some description in someone's mind without breaking the Star Wars continuity and doing something that wouldn't it would just like I can tell you now, it, it will piss me off and it just won't be good. Because yeah. like even if the even if the fight is cool, and even if they make it make perfect sense story wise, it will still be like <clears throat> Yeah. You know, oh, you're doing still this again. Do, it will still diminish the moment in A New Hope. Yeah. As you just alluded to. You know, as you just stated for that reason exactly. So it's like, I hope they get to do that. And also, it will give us a chance to actually have Hayden Christian as Anakin, not as Darth Vader, but as yeah. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And I want to see that. What, I'll tell you what would be It'd really be an interesting good. thing for them to it's... like represent an internal struggle with. Like, yeah. Maybe he's like reaching out through the Force to Darth Vader. Tell you what, I hope... That would be cool. Boba Fett and this show, I hope, are similar in ways in the fact that the book of Boba Fett is literally Boba Fett opening his journal and being like, huh, I remember that memory. And then it sort of flashbacks <laughs> into an episode of him doing this thing. Him getting out of the Zarlacc bit. And then in Obi-Wan, again, he's sort of like watching over Luke, sat in his little dinghy, and just thinking, huh, remember that time when... Anakin turned evil. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I failed you? Uh, I caused all this. <laughs> he was my brother. I loved him. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then again, it's the whole flashback moment into like you know you see Hayden Christian acting good and yeah, and that would that be conflict, that would be really cool. Yeah. There, are, there are so many cool things you could do with it, but. But it's Disney and Star Wars. No, they're gonna do like... so. It's not gonna happen that way. Mm. They're gonna go for full nostalgia bait. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> great. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Obi. I think out of all the Star <coughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> God, stop! Right, the Bad Batch. Do you know much about this? Um. Is it for the five hundred first? Um. Empire's emergence by against uh, and go rogue. Would the batch turn against the emperor and go rogue? Maybe. Sounds like it. So there's a obviously a select number of stormtroopers that just turn on the on the empire. So that'll have like wrecks and stuff, wouldn't it? Well, you've not watched the Clone Wars, so this links no. heavily to the, what happened yeah, in yeah. the Clone Wars. But there's there's basically a lot of stuff happens because Rex is obviously someone who doesn't turn. Yeah, because he, he has a chip in, in his head or something. Yeah. But there's a whole story about the chips and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. And about how... Um, I've forgotten what... That's what makes him turn, isn't it? What was... Oh, my... I'm going to have to silence every single chat in my phone, apparently, today. <laughs> We've got too many I D&D apologize. stuff. Uh, it's just all... It's like half of it is work shit. Um, <laughs> but... Where was... Well, I've lost my train of thought now. A Bad Batch Rex in, in Clone Wars. There was... Wait, who was it? I don't know who was is it, it Will. Fives? Why are you asking me? There's so many clone names. They all have they all have cool names, but I forgot I think it's Fives who's the one who he has glitch he's the glitch in the system. He's the one guy that glitches and he basically tries to kill a Jedi yeah. while they're out on patrol or something. Yeah. 
and then you see like the um, it's a Clone Wars episode. I won't spoil too much, but like it, it, the whole episode is about like what's going on in his head, and he's like, there's, yeah. there's this this hidden meaning in my head that I can't get out of my head of like this is not our purpose. Our purpose is something else, yeah. And we just we don't have access to the other half of it. And then there's this whole thing, and then Ooh. obviously the um, Palpatine comes in and he's all real creepy about it because obviously he doesn't want people to find out and mm. Ahsoka's there and she's trying to believe him and the clones are trying to believe him and they're like struggling to whether to put him down or not and it's, it's brilliant it's really really cool oh my god it's a really great episode it's one of the great great episodes of the Clone Wars and I think it, it may even be two or three episodes um, and then it circles back around at the end of the latest season they just did I think there's a whole new section about it yeah um, with in particular with Rex not turning yeah. On Ahsoka and actually helping Ahsoka escape. Amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll have to watch all that. But we will this year. That that's our bloody New Year's if, resolution. If they if they use the Clone Wars stuff as a template for this season, this series, yeah, then it potentially could be a, a gem in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Gem in the rough. Yes. So we talked about visions. Uh, Lando. Ah. Yeah. I like that. Ah. Again, it. Lando's. I, I really like Lando Carrison. He's getting his own series. Um, I don't know who's playing him. I don't know. I hope Donald Glover will be back. Maybe we'll see both Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams. Back. Is it going to be another show of an old man sitting in a chair? Going, in a Do you remember chair. when this happened? Is that Disney's I... just memo for remember, Star Wars? Remember, remember that time I lost the Millennium Falcon <laughs> to Han Solo. Remember that time I went through the Death Star and do you remember that? smashed that <laughs> that satellite yeah. off of the Millennium Falcon? Do you remember when I? Do you remember when I, you know, did a deal with Darth Vader? Yeah. That was that was fun. Do you remember when I got all my friends captured? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when I put my best friend in carbonite? Do you, do you remember when? And then tried to hit on his girl. <laughs> <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when I? Uh, <laughs> this that's what they, every single one of these shows should be just called. Do you remember when I? <laughs> <laughs> colon Obi Wan colon Lando. Do you remember when I? <laughs> this is this is Star Wars's answer to Marvel's What If? It's just do you remember, do you remember when, when I? I? <laughs> <laughs> Please, Disney, do this. Oh, that would be. Oh, uh, that's the Star Wars content we all. Oh, want. That's, that's yeah. So Lando's getting his own series. I don't know when it's coming out. It's, it's just it was just announced, right? So, Lando this is something that I don't really know about, so I'm going to read it right now. Uh, Leslie Headland brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. Every time I think of Acolyte, I think of Destiny. So this is going to be different. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, mystery thriller ah! that will take... <laughs> the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers are the final days of the High Republic era. High Republic era? High Republic, yes. Ooh. So that's before the old republic. Yes, before the new republic. Uh, well, yeah, before the new republic, before the old republic, the high republic. Oh yes, I think we uh, took. Which we, is what the. Think, uh, in fact, uh, I've got a headline here because this is interesting that this links to that. Yeah. Um, oh. Um, the 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 high republic. A comic book thing that they they're doing. Yes, we mentioned that earlier last yeah. year. Is obviously the same time period. Um, yeah. And it's apparently, there's, I don't know what this article's talking about, but apparently it introduces a load you know, of Jedi if, masters. I just, I just remembered, I just realised, I was reading through this, and sorry, I cannot take Palpatine's first name seriously. Sheev. 
Sheev. Sheev Palpatine. Sheev Palpatine. You know, he's Darth. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. Which is still oh, the he's... best Sith name. I'm sorry, it just is. Vader's pretty good, though. Mm. Vader is pretty fucking good. It's classic. I wouldn't say it's mm. good. I think all the Sith names are pretty decent, to be fair. Darth Tyrannus. There's a, there's a few. There's a few. Darth Tyrannus is stupid, because that's... That's pretty that's cool. That's Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and you will never be able to hear it anywhere again. I can't. Again. What are you doing? <laughs> do this man um <laughs> is that why he has a little like curve don't think about it too much <laughs> so why is a little curve on his lightsaber to signify the little dinosaur <laughs> arms darth maul darth maul is a good name yeah. yeah but darth sidious is just is great. and then you're like what's your real name palpatine but you could call me sheev <laughs> sorry sheev is a my name is um, but yeah Akira uh, you know I'm really looking forward to that so uh, Rogue Squadron by Patty Jenkins uh, have you have you? do you know much about this you know about is this just uh, Star Wars Squadron's the TV show <laughs> yeah probably no it's, it's a film it's a film that she's making um, it's a film so yeah obviously Taika Waititi is doing a Star Wars related movie uh, mm. she's doing this one uh, but did you see the, the little video that she made no. about it well, basically, it's like her uh, going on and being like, oh, my dad was in the uh, the Air Force and, you know, he passed away and stuff like that. So, so like, she, like, her uh, goal is to make the greatest aircraft fighter squadron film ever. Just in Star Wars. In Star Wars, which I'm like, yes. It's Top Gun, but in Star Wars yes. is basically what this is. Yeah, which okay. I'm like, and she is good, like, motivation, well, obviously, obviously good, great motivations, and so she has a lot of passion behind this project, which I'm That's really cool. looking forward to. I dig to. Patty Jenkins as a director, so this should be interesting. Yeah, she's real good. Um, yeah. Squadrons. I need to play the game, actually, but I don't have a VR, and apparently that Squadrons game is really good in VR. It's the best I've heard VR. that it's only worth playing if you have a VR. Exactly. Game. That's yeah. why, yeah. God damn it. Um, I think that's all the Star Wars news. Is it? I think so. Blimey. 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 Yes, it is. That's all the Star Wars news. Oh, and they're making a droid story. Yeah, I forgot about that. So what's this? About bloody Gonk? The Gonk droid? The Star Wars droid story? Oh, dear. The Do Gonk you... droid? <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to be the Star Wars trash bin? <laughs> <laughs> Where he's been throughout the entire time. Uh, I'd right. be alright with them doing something like uh, it's a, a droid that's in like on the Imperial side of like all the backgrounds of the original trilogy. Yeah. It's one of those rat droids that just <laughs> goes. Oh dear, yeah, Gong droid. What other what other ones can we think of? Um, what what the dumb droids are there? The black BB-8. The black... He, he was nothing, wasn't he, in Last Jedi? Oh. That was pointless. Um, right, so let us get into the Marvel stuff because you know we had old good old Lord and Savior Kevin Feige standing around with his in his billions. He's a billionaire. Mm. Uh, oh, we should mention as well Willow. Did we mention Willow? Yeah, we mentioned Willow when Willow. Good old Warwick Davis. What Will there be a, a Willet? I'm gonna stop. Right. Oh dear. <laughs> right. So, Wonder Vision. Uh, that was the first thing that was announced. Well, not announced, but we knew it. It was a good trailer that came out and stuff. Uh, do you remember this? Um, and stuff. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
So that's the first thing, and that is actually coming out in 10 days. Really? Yes. That soon? Fucking yes. Jan- uh, January 15th is coming out. Um, well, at least so, we'll have more stuff to watch. Oh, we got, I've got a list, mate, of stuff we need to watch. I know you do. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, this will be the first thing that's coming out in 2021. I'm really looking forward to it because it's absolutely different. It's got, like, different like, eras of sitcom and stuff, and it's going to be her... Yeah, it's going to be one to just go mad. It looks really intriguing, this show. Yes. Like, I'm still not sure what to what? make of it. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, I, I don't get and it. That, and that makes me intrigued to, to actually sit down and... Um, put some time into it yeah uh i think it's gonna be like eight parts eight 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 things um and then that is going to be nicely uh linking on to doctor strange and the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. um so rachel mcadams is back chibatel edgy four is back better than one back obviously elizabeth Olsen is going to be involved in it uh that's coming out march 25 2022 so wow this is this is weird okay so that release date it's it's like okay we're gonna have one division that's gonna neatly pair into this but we're gonna to have to wait a year until these two stories connect fully. Uh, fine. Well, they it's not the first time that's happened in the Marvel MCU, is it? Yeah. Um, We've had to wait like a year until the story continues. Yeah. Uh, Marvel premiere the first Latin America and LGBTQ character uh, who will be played uh, by. Uh, okay, we had this problem weeks ago. Uh, Chotil Gomez uh, or Zotil. Uh, I don't know, as American uh, America Chavez, better known as Miss America in Marvel. Cool. Great. Fantastic. Um, nice one. There's also rumours, we'll get onto this later point, that this is definitely going to open the doors for a certain Spider-Verse live-action movie. Oh. Uh, because obviously Multiverse of Madness and stuff, which is actually, you know what, that's, that is confirmed. Kevin Feige did say that Doctor Strange and what he does in this film is going to directly impact what happens in that film. Cool. Sweet. See how that goes. It feels like to me that that, that, that movie is the most important movie of this, this this era of Marvel. Yes, I agree. Because it's just going to blow the casket off. It's going to be like, yeah. Again, what if like this happened? And then, do you remember when I? <laughs> do you remember when I opened the vortex of like? Do you remember when we space saved the universe time? and we put the timelines back together and then I blew it open again? <laughs> <laughs> remember when I brought Toby Maguire back and Andrew Garfield back? Um, <laughs> because nostalgia. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have opinions on that when we talk about that next week or something. I'm sure, but um, yes. You know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this, and like you say, with like Phase Four happening, this is. Kinda like what DC's doing, but Marvel's gonna like make it all connected. So DC's like, yeah, we'll, we'll have a Joker. It's not connected to DCEU. We'll have Batman. It's not connected to anything. We'll just do these things and whatever, and that suits DC. Although interesting, very well. enough, they said recently DC because I have a thing about this. Okay. Uh, if we can find it again, go on, mate. Oh, find it. You got a DC mate. Them. God, you really have a lot of news. I Holy shit! A lot of stuff. I need to kind of segment this for the next podcast. This episode should be just called "It's a Lot of News." <laughs> Do you remember when I? <laughs> Do you remember when I had a lot of news? You... <laughs> no, we have to. We Do you have remember to... when I spammed the save button? <laughs> <laughs> Your save doesn't work anymore. That's how much you've used it, mate. Was but... it further down? It might have been further down. Maybe I've now lost it. Continue oh no! Okay. Um, anyway, so. DC are doing that whole thing of each individual film is not necessarily connected. And I feel as though Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is going to open that door for Marvel as well. 
so they'll be like, ah, there's this universe, that's where this happens, there this happens, but it's all going to be kind of connected. It's all in the same universe, but we'll like tell a story here, and whether we not want to connect it to the main universe, we can or not. It doesn't really matter. It allows them to tell as Multi- many stories yeah. as they want to without it ever really having consequences. Yeah. Because and then they can if, just retcon it. It's it's like the <clears throat> what they did in the comics. Yeah. They they did the Ultimate Spider Man universe with Mars Morales. Everyone adored Mars Morales and then they were like, Oh shit, people like this universe. So what if we just bring Mars Morales from that universe and pop him into the main universe and we've still got him. Amazing. Yeah. They did that whole timeline when they actually blew up the whole multiverse and like that universe that Mars is from is now dead. So that's good. Yeah, whoopsie, you dropped my gun there. Um, so that's fine. Multiverse of Madness, it looks... In, I'm intrigued. Um, you found that DC News yet? No. I might have accidentally deleted it. Oh, I? no. What um, a shame. It's really annoying because it was, it was... That was a good segue into that news. I don't know what I'm sorry, I let fine. Down. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Was the next thing that they announced. Well, not announced. You know what I mean. God. That's coming out March 19th, 2021. Um, and this this looks... I think this looks more standard Marvel. In the fact that eh, it's a buddy cop thing. And there's, there's fun explosions. There's a bad guy. And nah, it's fine. Yeah. There's not like any real... Massive different in genre, like the whole sitcom thing with uh, WandaVision, other stuff that's happening we will talk about. Yeah, this is just, we're continuing on, because this is when we know you love and whatever, and we're going to have like Baron Zinamo back, so uh, yeah, Daniel Brawl is coming back, obviously. Uh, I think it's going to be really yeah. good. Like, I think it's going to be I, solid. I, Baron Zemo was a good villain, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I getting really like screen time. Uh, there's other. There's also other people in here that are like Emily Van Camp. Yep. From that. Um. From. Uh. Oh God. From the Winter Soldier as well. Yes. Uh, and stuff is in this. Yeah. Um. Wyatt Russell's in it. I as believe well. Wyatt Russell's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really really cool that they're they're doing that. It feels like they were like, because obviously Cap, with Cap gone we can't do more, kind of Cap yeah. movies that are very grounded and kind of feel like agent movies. Yeah. But we can still do these great characters and, and continue I think, that legacy. Again, it's the th- you remember when uh, Solo came out with Star Wars? Everyone yes. was like, "It's a fine film, but Han Solo's he's a he's a he's a side character." There's there's certain stories you can't really tell with its own movie because they're side characters. So having a Disney Plus series or like a little mini series, a TV series of like side characters, that's fine for me. Um, I don't know. I wonder what everyone else thinks. What do you think? Do you think side characters are better with little TV show miniseries, or would you like a bigger film of these people? Because yeah, would Winter Soldier and Falcon really hold their own film, or is it too? I, don't, I guess too niche or characters that we don't really get I, too much about. I think it's better to. I think if you, I think if you were to do a movie of this, yeah. It wouldn't work because you wouldn't have enough time to develop those side characters into main characters and for other side characters to come in and support. Yeah. But it, as they're doing it as a series and there's going to be a few episodes on it, yeah. it gives you time to have that transition of like those two characters stepping out the limelight of Captain America and having their own story to tell and yeah. then having 
enough to develop other characters yeah. around them so that the series feels padded and it doesn't feel the, empty in any way. There was, there was a moment in the trailer also with uh, Falcon. He looks slick as well. By he way. looks really I, cool. I, look, I really, really like the look cool. of him. I like the new um, outfit. And he was going through like the canyons, I think, yeah. the Grand Canyon, whatever. That was very reminiscent of Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's there's going to be a lot of things in these Disney Plus series like oh that, that's going to be a little nod to that a little Easter egg there and yeah I'm that's really looking cool. forward to that. Uh, next thing, Black Widow. I found the thing by the way. You found the thing. Let's was, do that. It was on Instagram, not Facebook. Oh, so right. I was looking in the wrong place. Do that then. We'll see. Uh, but I say this is like um, in an interview with the New York Times, DC executives have revealed that the DC EU takes place in Earth One, and the Battison universe is Earth Two. Did you actually say that without Robert Battinson? It's what it wrote. It's Batten Battison. No, it just says the Battison universe. There's, remember what we said? Robat. Robat. That's the official name. No. <laughs> I know you want to say Robert Battenbat. Robert Batten Battinson. <laughs> Robert Batten Battenverse. <laughs> <In> ba- <laughs> I'm going to stop. Robert Batten Battenverse. <laughs> yes, that is what it is. Robert Batten inverse of Bat inverse. Oh, fuck me. Oh, I'm going to keep adding to it. No. Um, and apparently they would, they would talk about that while revealing their plans for Flashpoint so that these characters could potentially meet. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, even though DC are kind of, they're segmenting things. Again, it's that choosing thing. It's like, oh, people like this so we can choose whether we want to continue yeah. on with that character. But they're actually giving those segmented places names now. Like, yeah. this is Earth 1. This is so they're actually instead of just like creating a new thing to tell a good story like they were doing with like Joker and stuff, yeah. they're now going right. Okay, all of this is this, all of this is that, and like almost putting like columns on them. If yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, but... um, so Black Widow. Yes. Finally, it's it. Hopefully, will be coming out this year. <laughs> I feel as though this is the um, Black Widow is the uh, New Mutants of of Marvel. <laughs> oh God. Well, it, oh, not no. in not in a bad sense. Oh, it's just dear. that it's so overdue. Oh no! Why? What? Have you seen New Mutants? No. What, Do you want to talk? But you've just related it to that now, so that's just. Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a good comparison <sighs> in that sense. Okay, so Black, Black Widow Black should Mutants have... is Black Mutants. Uh, hopefully going to come out this year. New Widow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! New <laughs> Widow. <laughs> she should have had a film in like phase one of Marvel. And then when she, she finally got her announcement just of her own film, the world, the the world was sexist. <laughs> no, well, it just well, the film climate just wasn't there for it. Well, no, it, the reason why she didn't have her own film earlier on is because like the executive. Well, that's of, what I mean. Yeah, because nobody would like, pay any mind. They well, didn't no, think anybody the, would pay any mind to it. Yeah, but also the guy was like, "Oh yeah, but Black Widow won't sell toys. I can't do a film if I won't sell toys. Shut up. Glad he's out of the job. Twat. Uh, if he is." Or if he isn't, if he's still in a job, then what is he doing? It's just unlucky anyway. for her that now that, you know, obviously the, the, the pe- right people in place to say, yes, we want to do a Black Widow movie, yeah. is that COVID comes along and ruins everything. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like she finally got her announcement and then all this happened, so it's been constantly delayed. And it's, it's I hope it's good yeah, for, I, for the I, film's sake and for her, like for Scarlett Johansson's sake. I hope Kevin that it's Fight. worth the wait that everybody's yeah. going to have to have for it. Um, Which I feel like it probably will be. It's got yeah. a great cast in it. So. Yes. I think all of these like, films that are coming out, like Samuel Liu in Shang-Chi, mm. that's got a great cast in it. I think we've all spoken about these films before as well. So, like, The Eternals is coming out, Shang-Chi is coming out yeah. this year. We have three films, so it's like, had nothing <clears> last year. And I think I 
saw somewhere a calendar someone had put like every single episode and every single film that's coming out and we're getting new Marvel content every month of this year yeah yes so that's all good that's all coming out Uh, Black Widow's coming out May 7th almost like a year after it was initially supposed to 2020 Uh, Shang-Chi's coming out July 9th and November 5th is going to be The Eternals which those two have swapped around Uh, Shang-Chi was initially supposed to be coming out after Eternals but not anymore Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe they're just ahead of schedule with it. That's maybe. probably why they've brought it maybe, forward. Maybe, maybe. Uh, one, one's probably been more affected by COVID than the other. So Definitely. We finally got our first look at, at Loki. Loki. Yeah. Yes. Which kind of came out of the blue because like, they literally just, it was announced. I think, no, they, and we, then there was nothing it. and then they were like, oh, here's Dreader, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little one. Have a little one. Um, this is the most intriguing because I'm like, I have no idea. This is... <sighs> you could say it's a tricky one. Because <laughs> he's the god. It's quite mischievous. He's the god of mischief. Isn't yeah, it? He's a tricky fellow. Oh, bloody hell. This is one that I'm, I'm like, I'm probably the most excited for. Because I'm like, yeah. I have no idea where they're going to go with this. I wonder Vision, yeah, goes into Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange goes into Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, whatever. And all these other films or whatever. But this one is like, I've, I've What no is idea. he doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what? And also, this isn't the same Loki that we know. This is the Loki that escaped in Endgame. This isn't the Loki that has yeah. had the redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. This is still the probably snarling piece of shit that is probably bitter about this Thor. Is the, and... This is the one that every single lady just swooned over. Yeah. And, okay, uh, so, do you know the story no, about... Um, do you know the story about D.B. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I did as well. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's sane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't think anyone has. Every man It's hard not to, really. Yeah. Do you know the story about D.B. Cooper? The story about D.B. Cooper? It's... Oh, my God. It's fascinating. Uh, so, basically, there was, a, there was a plane. It took off. It had a guy on there called D.B. Cooper. And he... he, he escorted. This is very, very... Uh, brief summary i would recommend going over and listening to do go on's episode on db cooper because it is incredible so he was on a plane he had a suitcase and he called over one of stewardesses he's handed her a letter and i was like i have a bomb this isn't a fucking joke give me this amount of money and i'll be gone or whatever don't scream whatever so (laughs) this all happened he was like apparently really nice really friendly and everything like that while this is all happening (laughs) <laughs> Loki. Um, so he got the money and he jumped out of the plane. And he was never seen again. <laughs> never. He was, he vanished off the face of the earth. No one knew what happened. No one knew who he was. And there's a bit at the end of this clip or the trailer of Loki where he's D.B. Cooper. <laughs> oh, really? So. This is why I'm really fascinated because it's going to tell all these really niche, weird stories and like how, like, what parts of history has Loki effectively made a big impact on? Like, was he the builders of the pyramids or something? I don't know because there's that bloody conspiracy theory as well. So, so it's basically going to play on. Like it's Loki through time. Yeah, anomalies in our own time. Yeah, is going to be explained. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I really like That's that. Cool. And um, we get the conspiracy he, theories going. There's obviously that the, the uh, Owen Wilson is an unnamed character at the Time Variance Authority, the TVA, which is the thing in the comics as well. So yeah, they're they're like the time police of like hey, 
that happened in time in this part of history that shouldn't have. Are you telling Le- me they're Power Rangers Time Force? <laughs> <laughs> Loki was... crossover nobody asked yes. for. But everyone needs <laughs> Time yeah. Force, Time Force. Yeah, so I'm so... Racing to... Uh, I don't want to watch Paris, just Time Force now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so, again, I'm so looking forward to this. It, yeah. Amazing. Amazing Look, it sounds Amazing. really intriguing, yeah. That's yeah, a really, yeah. I love that that's a very... It's a very niche concept, but it's yeah. it works with the character. And, yeah, be and again, and again, it's be interesting of... to see what the overall arc is going to be. The whole point, uh, really. The whole... I guess maybe there's no point. Maybe that's just it, what... again, that's what I think. Like, if they not don't, they probably will. But what if Marvel is just <laughs> what if? What if Marvel just are like? Do you remember when I made a series that led to no connection <laughs> to the rest of the MCU at all? Like, what if this was? Like, if they just make Loki a series and every episode is just Loki going what? Shit, can we just cause mischief yeah. in today? Yeah, why not? Let's just have fun. Just rides wherever the wave yeah. goes, yeah. Well, they'll probably like integrate him back into the main universe of Thor and stuff, and they'll like, have another buddy up conversation and try and kill each other and whatever. But, like, what if they just don't? Yeah. They just, they're like, you know what? Loki in this ultimate timeline, fucking shit up. There we go. <laughs> that's it. Who knows? I love that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that's got a load of. Uh, People, like we said. Um, People? Lo- yeah. It, oh, and the fact that Loki appears to be D.B. Cooper. Amazing. Um, speaking of What If, What If is a What If series. Um, what you If? Watch this. Um, interesting enough, Marvel's What If will be uh, Chadwick Boseman's final performance as Black Panther. Yes. Yes. Which is very sad. Unfortunate. They're definitely going to have like this and really emotional it'll be bit emotional, of the episode. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting and cool to see him in the role one last time. Yeah. In a different light, because obviously this is what if, so it's not exactly the verbatim yeah. Black Panther we know. So, if you didn't know what if, what if meant, um, what if T'Challa became startled? What if Peggy Cart uh, got the super soldier serum? What if Captain America was a zombie? And stuff like that. And this Because is... why not? Yeah. Because people love these stories, man. We want more. So uh, a lot of these uh, actors are going to be reprising their roles. Uh, it's really which cool. great. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is, we've mentioned... Uh, playing The Watcher. Ago, playing The Watcher. Love it. Summer 2021. Uh, again, I love the animation style. It's completely different to what I'm used to, especially in Disney and stuff. It's interesting. It's like a, it's a, a strange crossover between... It's not quite anime... Yeah, it's got that shininess to it. It's 3D anime is kind of what it is. Yeah, it's got that shininess to it, which I'm really liking. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know. Just animation. Just this animation at the end of the day. Ms. Marvel and Captain America 2. Not Captain America 2, Captain Marvel 2. I I apologise. Oh, dear. Um, So Ms. Marvel is going to be starring Iman Vellani. Oh, my God, I said that right. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she's going to be playing Kamala Khan, uh, a.k.a. Ms. Marvel, who is a character that is obsessed or idolises Captain... Uh, I nearly said it again, Captain Marvel. Did. Uh, and, yeah, and so, like, the stuff that happens in her little show is going to directly... Lead into the lead second into film. Lead into the second film, which she's going to be in. Good on her. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else I could re- really say about that. It's just, there's another thing happening. It's just cool. Yeah. It's another thing happening, and I'm looking forward to it. Hawkeye. The last time I remember talking about this with you is that the series was delayed indefinitely. Yeah. But it's happening now. Okay. And it was uh, 
100% confirmed that Hayley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, uh, in fact, here yes. is a set photo. Bam! Look at that. Looks great. Of and her and... Um, there's rumours... You know, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner there's there's rumours that um, this might have some sort of... The story might involve Hawkeye losing his... Uh, is it his hearing or his sight? It might his be his vision sight, his vision. Yeah. It would make sense because he's Hawkeye if it was his vision. <laughs> you get it. He's, he's bloody got eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, losing his vision and stuff. So he'll need to like train up someone else to become the new Hawkeye and then he'd still be pretty badass with a bow and arrow even when he's blind. Because I, I, why not? I, shall I say this? This is really fucking mean. But What? Do we need another Hawkeye? <laughs> no, not really. Why, why does the Earth need Hawkeye? Why do we need Black Widow? Why do we need... I mean, that's, a, that's yeah. an equally good point. Why do we need Ant-Man? I mean, come on, it's Ant-Man. Who wants an Ant-Man? Uh, Everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway. they, apparently they... Have, they have, <laughs> oh, I've forgotten what the dog is called, but there's a dog in it's it as well. There's a dog. Yeah, oh Kate, uh, uh, Kate Bishop has a little dog. Or a, a Labrador, and it's really cute. Dog, dog, dog eye? No, I'm not dog, dog eye? <laughs> Imagine a dog with a bow and arrow. Hawkworth. No! <gasps> I've thought the better thing. You shoot the arrow, the dog goes fetches it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? What happens For... if you're on top of a building? The shit Did you dive off the building <laughs> after it? <laughs> For shits and giggles, they should call the dog Eagle Eye. <laughs> Why not? It's just... <laughs> yeah, I want that. I want that. Oh, but the soup is... They should yeah. call him Homing Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so... Uh... We'll just call him Fetch. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, it featured a pizza-loving dog who has already shown up in set photos of the show, yes. so We're going to have a dog as well. Who loves pizza? Who loves pizza? Why are you feeding your dog pizza? Doesn't seem very healthy. Why not? Um, after Hawkeye... And all that she greatness. Hulk. She Hulk was good. She Hulk is fascinating, actually, because uh, do you know? I've probably told the story of She Hulk before, but do you know about? Her? What have you done? You sprained? I just, I just twitched my leg. It's all right. I'm, well, I'm all right. He's fine <laughs> until he took an arrow in the knee. Maybe <laughs> was, was a comic fan like you until I took a Hawkeye to the knee. Anyway, hey. uh, so She Hulk is going to be a a like a law comedy series like, yeah because she's a lawyer isn't yeah, she yeah she is that is yeah. Big and Green because why not is she stuck in, as Big and yeah. Green yeah so she like got a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner in the comics so she stays as Hulk Hulk she retains her knowledge as well so she's like, like she's... so she's not as strong as the Hulk but more intelligent yeah so she's, and she's basically just Hulk in she's game. like but yeah, she's like not, seventh. Not yeah. quite as strong. Yeah, yeah. But she can't revert back to uh, Jennifer Lawrence. That's really interesting. No, not Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Walters. Why did I... Jennifer Lawrence is bloody mystique. Anyway. Yeah, she is. Um, also, returning is Tim Roth as, as the Abomination. Yeah. It's 2008. When was the last time we saw him? It's been 12 years. It's been 12 years. If not longer, years. whenever this comes out. 2022. Yep. So 14 years. 14 years with us, Abomination. 14 years. Um... Mark Ruffalo is going to be. Fucking <laughs> me. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is going to be appearing also, and a great thing that. Yes, that's what I was about to get onto. I thought um, you were about he... to say that. Yes. Kevin Feige hinted on the fact that 
you know potential daredevil because, yeah because lawyers are involved and she is a lawyer based specific superior did I say lawyer based I did didn't I yeah you did superhero based based lawyer, lawyer yeah. who knows is going to show up so it'd be great to see how many like different cameras like it could be Loki again I don't know Loki's back do you Just... think they'll get Ben Affleck to come back and play daredevil no Okay. Get Charlie end, Cox. End, end of that conversation. Yeah, no. No, Charlie Cox better return as Daredevil. He's, that would that'd be cool. He was phenomenal as him. Um, From what I saw of him, and I, I did watch a bit of Daredevil, really he was good. really good. Yeah. I think season three is my favourite. Season three was solid. They're all solid seasons. Um, but yeah, lawyers. Superheroes getting in trouble. Superhero lawyers. Love it. That Hulk um, out. It's good. I like it. We spoke about this not Moon Knight. Lo- long ago. Moon Knight. Told you about this. Uh, original series about a complex vigilante who is also a schizophrenic. No. Yes. Yes. I don't know. He, he's he got problems. Uh, schizophrenic is when you're com- like petrified all the time that something's going to happen. No, that's not it then. It's basically, He's got multiple personality disorder. Is Moon Knight. That's the one. Um, he's not schizophrenic. Yeah. Dissociative identity disorder. Uh, and he has his superpowers granted to him by the Egyptian god. Cool. Mark Spector. Uh, and uh, I think, was it confirmed? I don't know. But basically, also Oscar Isaac is heavily linked to be him. We spoke about this ages ago, I think. Um, and then we have... God, we have so many more. Jesus Christ. I apologise greatly. Anyway, uh, let's just go on. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is happening. The they've, they've officially announced that this popular comic this book... This is going to happen. <laughs> you were right. I'm fine. Go. Ignore me. We're degrading. Falling apart. So Samuel Jackson is back as Nick Fury. Ben Mendelsohn is back as Captain... Uh, from Captain they, Marvel's they Return just, as Talos. They just can't let poor Samuel Jackson go and no. have a rest. They, they keep reeling him back in for projects. But do you know much about this story? But Secret Invasion is where, like... All the like certain superheroes get replaced by scroll. The entire planet has been invaded by scrolls. So you have no, no idea, idea who's who. Who's a human? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be the next big collaborate, big event. A bit like Se- Endgame. Secret Invasion is the next villain of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. In a way. And it's like you're gonna have some scrolls that are like obviously evil and pieces of shit, or you can have like Talos that is like, you know, it it's it's I don't know, like you could say this is sort of racism related. Yeah. Yeah. Um Well they kind of dealt with that theme a little bit in Captain Marvel. Yeah. In a way. So but they're so, gonna like, you know, the whole that I, worry I'd be excited to expand that. Yeah. But yeah, the, cool. the whole worry of that film is like, oh god, what if the scrolls do invade Earth and stuff like that? Especially well, they if have. there's a multiverse around. Yes. And what if they do? Um, so yeah, like, and I think I remember because after the Russo brothers exited Endgame and stuff like that, they they said, oh, we kind of regret doing them back to back Infinity War and Endgame, um, and they were like, we're going to take a break. But if we were to come back, the next project we would like to do is Secret Invasion. There so go. hopefully they come back because I really like that. It's almost like they knew they were already going to do it, and they just yeah, said it to almost, tease it. Almost as if they bloody wrote down shit. Um, yeah. God, this is good. This is going to be big. That's cool. I, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. like it's very much going to set up the next big, as you said, film Avengers movie. Or yeah. The ne- well, the next Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not even called Avengers anymore. It's just Secret Invasion. It might change titles. Like all of these might change titles in the future. Um, after that, it was announced that Ironheart is getting her own series. Female Iron Man. 
Riri Williams is, uh, yeah, the most. She is the character that creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Cool. So I mean, you have obviously probably hints of like Justin Hammer, uh, like creating hit, still creating, trying to replicate the Iron Man army, and Rhodey trying to do whatever he There's can. There's going to be certain people that are still going to be wanting to replicate yeah. it. Yeah. And then that might yeah directly lead into Armor Wars. With John Cheadle returning, Don Cheadle, um, and this is the classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming t- to life. What happens if his tech falls into the wrong hands, even though it has already has multiple times? Multiple times. <laughs> um, I mean, it did in Iron Man one, two. Did it happen in three? No. I don't think so. No, no. Iron Man three was well. Ultron. Bad, but... That was. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> When hasn't it? Mm. Iron Man three. <laughs> Iron Man three, yeah, because it was about, it was about his collection getting destroyed rather than it yeah. falling into the wrong hands. Yeah, yeah. It was about um, the the Mandarin, but and and like the, well, the, the Mandarin, but not really I, the Mandarin. I can burn things, person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a real Mandarin. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm that that again to... might involve characters like Justin Hammer with his Hammer Industries coming back. It could involve. Uh, Big, like Crimson Dynamo, I think is an Iron Man villain, which is just a huge, like Hulkbuster, like red, crimson-looking Iron Man. There's so many Iron Man villains that are just evil Iron Man. Yeah. Like there's countless yeah. ones. They but there, there are obviously. Names, uh, I I feel like they'll just go completely all out on this, and they'll just yeah. all show up in this it'd be, one. It'd be interesting series. to see if Gwyneth Paltrow comes back as. Uh, rescue. I'd like her to come back as Rescue. I don't think she'd want to. Though. I don't think she would. No. no. She's. I mean, she. I think. From what I've heard, rumblings of, like, just keeping an eye on general yeah. pop media. I think she's very much somebody who isn't enthralled by the acting game. Yeah. And hasn't been for a while. Yeah. But she did say that she was always really glad she went in and did the Iron Man audition. Because it, yeah. it was a good thing to do. I mean, I think everyone um, yeah. was glad. That they... <laughs> but, like, and, and she's said that. And, and hence why she's come back loads of times to reprise her role. Yeah. And why but, she was in Endgame. Yeah, we, I mean, she we, was great in Endgame. Yeah, and like so in like, Infinity War, well, there's right. a part of me that's like maybe if it's the right pro- like story, she might make a cameo. I don't think she'll be a regular, but she might make a cameo appearance. Yeah, and kick some ass rescue. I'd yeah. be up for that. And just introduce Riri Williams fully into Ironheart and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. That's cool. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is happening. <laughs> cool. Of course. Why not? <laughs> Why not? That makes more sense because James Gunn is coming back. Just it'll be something silly, fun. Uh, yeah. And then alongside that, maybe alongside it or just around it, I Am Groot is the little mini-series, I think, with Groot just as a baby. It's baby Groot is back. Doing a load of dancing just, and just, causing mischief and just, stuff. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Fine. Gotta have those sort of ones. Uh, and then still alluded to, Blade was still happening with Mahershala Ali. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, has cast Christian Bale uh, and is completely confirmed... <laughs> That he will play the villain, Gore the God Butcher. Mm. 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 I read into a little bit of this. That's a hell of a name. (laughs) Gore the God Butcher. Sounds sick. Um, So this, I'm really looking forward to, obviously, because Taika Waititi, the bloody look of it, the sounding of it, what it's going to involve. Natalie back. Yeah, she's back as Thor. Spoilers for the film coming up in a year's time. Um... And Gore the God Butcher, I read up a little bit about his character and he is one that didn't believe that gods existed. 
um, and was like, well, if gods existed, then all these bad things would not happen. You know, they should help us out. Then he suddenly realizes that shit, gods do exist, and all this shit has happened. Curse you, gods, and that's why he hates the gods. That's cool. I like it. Sweet. It's interesting. Yeah, Christian yeah. Bale being it's an that interesting guy. character. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, I like it. I think he'll be great in it. Will Thor die? Ooh. So that they can just hand the reins over to Natalie Portman. Because I feel like... Or will they kill Natalie Portman? That's Thor. Mm. Will Thor... I think Thor will become unworthy in this film. Somehow. Because that's, that's a thing in the comics, is that Thor becomes unworthy so that Jane Foster's Thor becomes worthy of the hammer Mjolnir. Yeah, while she's battling so. cancer, which is yeah. something I still want them to include. Cause it's... I, I think they will. Taika Waititi has said that that is the storyline that they're going to be basing it off of. So that's interesting. Um... And may- maybe maybe Jane coming back into the picture, maybe Thor learns that she's unwell yeah. and feels a load of guilt for like abandoning her and stuff. And maybe that's yeah. why he becomes unworthy. Yeah. And then Jane finding the strength through that to battle the cancer becomes worthy to wield the hammer. Yeah. And she has to go and save him. From Gore the From God, Gore, the God yeah. There you go. There's the, the plot. There's right the plot. There. Thank you, Taika. <laughs> Thank you, Taika. Spend the check to be in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking great. <laughs> And also there's a little bit of a storyline between Tessa Thompson because she's back and she's uh, when they announced Thor 4 or Thor um, okay that's the one thing Ty could just change the, change the name to Thor yes please or at least just like like punk us at the start with a title crawl or something yeah. <laughs> um, Tessa Thompson has alluded to that she would want a queen alongside her yeah, she's, she's... Yeah. But I feel like that's going to happen with, like... Because it's been kind of bigged up with her and Brie Larson of, like, Captain Marvel and yeah. her team. Well, it might be Jane Foster. But it might be Jane Foster yeah. as well, clearly. That'd be so. good. Why not? Sweet. Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and I am, Thunder. I'm genuinely, like... I might actually be the most excited to see that out of all the upcoming Marvel projects. Yes. Yeah. Just because, like... Christian Bale. <laughs> no, no, just because I, I, I really like the idea of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed the second Thor movie. And again, it'd be because of, like, the whole dealing with cancer and stuff like that how serious of a film would it be because obviously Taika Waititi is very comedy based like he, he did a bloody film about Nazis and a, a imaginary Hitler in a little boy's head and it was very serious in some points and very emotional but also like it's think, a comedy about but I think he can do both and I think he balances yeah, them really well he does uh, do so I really think well. it will it will still be the Taika we all know yeah but also I think and I'm interested to see what they do with the heavy stuff. I think it's going to be good. And Taika... And especially when you've got the talent of somebody like Natalie Portman. Oh, with all of them. Like, obviously... Chris well, Sanders with all of them. Yeah, like Especially incredible. Natalie Portman, who's somebody who has swung away from less serious projects and done some really awesome work. Yeah. Uh, She's an Oscar-winning actress. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, I, isn't Kristen Bell an Oscar-winning actor? I believe he is, yes. He is, I, or should be. For, uh, for something. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, but with... Yeah, like... The, the, the when Taika took over as like the Thor maker of films, he definitely and worked with like Infinity War and Endgame and sort of uh, he definitely helped create the Thor we know as this broken person. Yeah, it's so, like Thor has has been through the worst out of the. I mean, he hasn't died like Iron Man. Ha! Got him. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you didn't hold back on that at all. No, Why did I do that? You just ran the corner with a baseball bat, and you were just like whack. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, yeah, but like he's it'd be interesting to see how much more he can break Thor if he doesn't just kill him. So I feel like it, it's they're setting it up for Chris Hemsworth to exit because they've killed off yeah. the other two big of the big three. Killed off. Well, slash ended, ended their stories. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, very true. I feel like it's coming um, for him. If it's not going to be oh, in this movie, they, be they could introduce Beta Way Bill. They could do that. That would be horse. hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious, and also that would be really good. Because would or Natalie, Port- Natalie Portman as. Would she want to, though? Because obviously she exited Thor 2 and was like, no, I don't like this. And then Thor 3 came up without her. She's coming back for Thor 4. 4. 4, sorry. Um, so would she want to continue? It anyway, depends. Maybe she's a bit like. Yeah. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she, she'd like. Yeah, she's to, coming back but... for this one, but she's like, this probably will be it. Like this, wrap, yeah. wrap up the story nicely, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. But, Both of them die. But we don't know. I mean, she might have, she might have sat down with like Tyka and Kevin Feige, yeah. and, and they might have been like, right, so we have plans to do this if you'd be interested in doing it. Yeah. And maybe because the story is going beyond just having Jane as a side character and yeah. interest, she's like, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, so. all in, baby. Right. Yeah. Um. Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 is happening, and that's officially called Quantumania. <laughs> this, this just yeah. reminds me of, like, um, um, superhero cartoons of the 90s and stuff. Oh, yeah, just, like, weird. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, <laughs> next on CBBC. <laughs> um, and this was a bit weird, because I, right. uh, I, need, I need to talk about this. Uh, I need to know her name. The, the actress that played Cassie Lang in... Uh, in Endgame. Mm. Right, I need to... Oh, I definitely need to. Can you find that for me? I can do that now. Yeah, find that for me. Who played... With my Ca- 2% battery life. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, right, I'll try and find it as well. But basically, so Cassie Lang was uh, recast as certain actress in Endgame who literally had like five seconds screen time and it was actually very good Emma, for that. Emma Furman. Emma Furman. Emma Furman played Cassie Lang in yeah. Avengers Endgame. So, and she obviously had the time jump of getting older. So yeah, to recast. they've recast her again. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, which is a bit odd. Who is she now? Uh, she is uh, Catherine Newton. Um, she was in Blockers and Big Little Lies. Uh, which. I'm like, right, okay. Which I'm like, I think even the actress, the 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 first one that you just mentioned, that I've forgotten, um, she even tweeted out and was like, "Yeah, I am as gutted as all of you are." So they've obviously, what, looks so like what like, they've done why? is they've gone for a bigger name. But why? Like they haven't done that with know, any other so, character. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. I feel kind of bad for her because I'm like, you know, yeah, you know what? Bloody Catherine Newton could be great. But it's like you already recast her once, then then just to do this, it's you've like, already got somebody who's yeah. good in the role and has and done grown scenes up enough. with yeah the actors. It's both yeah. I feel know, kind Paul of bad Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. So why not yeah. just keep her? Yeah, exactly. It's I find that very strange, but you know what? I don't really know. Uh, but then we we mentioned quite a while ago uh, that uh, Jonathan Majors. Is in this, and he has been confirmed as the villain Kang the Conqueror, <laughs> and this is going to definitely, because oh, we have Secret Invasion in bloody that big event. This, this is a big villain. Kang is a pretty. He's a he's huge a big, villain. He's like he's, a he's Ultron big, slash. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Well, he's not a big boy. He's not physically imposing, but he's on the level of like Thanos and Ultron and Loki like level. 
So the I think guy from the Avengers game, can't remember his. The Lego game? No. Because he was the villain in that. The oh, Modok. Modok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. I'm it's looking. Good. I'm looking forward to this. I hope it's better than Ant Man and the Wasp. The the second Ant Man. It's great that the whole cast is back. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's back. Michael Douglas is back. Evangeline Lilly yeah, is back. Love it. Love it. Love yeah, it. Love all it. All. Um, and I yeah. love that it's kind of like. Um, yeah, it's it's really intriguing to me that it's it's an Ant Man movie, and the Ant Man movies have been good, but then they're like they're pretty sidelined. They don't have major consequences, yeah. but yet they've just decided to drop Kang in there. Like, yeah, oh, it's like, be a the first Ant Man film I really enjoy. I preferred to the first one to the second one because it's just completely different, and you could argue it was initially made by Edgar Wright, uh, and then the second one was just fine. But the only reason for that film was to literally just be like, yeah, in quantum realm and time travel, possibly to help with Endgame. <clears throat> yeah. Everything else was like, eh, it's fine, I guess. But this sounds like it might be setting up a bigger, bigger thing. A bigger, bigger thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Quantum Mania looks interesting. I'm not like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I'm interested in the cast, but not the. I don't know. Out of all things that come out, the story yeah. is like, yeah. Uh, Black Panther two. So they say it's still going ahead. They're going to be not... They're going to be not... They're not going to be... They're not uh, going to recast... Recasting Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. No. Good. And I don't think you can. No, you can't. No. I'm sorry, but people people that are calling for... Oh, just bring Michael G. B. Jordan back as Black Panther. No, he was the villain. He was an awful person. Did you not see the film? He's he's dead. (laughs) A, he's dead. (laughs) And B, his last words... Or like you know, the whole moral of his story was that if he was in power, he would do horrible shit and he would not change. Yeah, he was irredeemable. Yeah, they made him pretty irredeemable. So, because wasn't there a whole thing? It was like they 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 made like two endings to the movie. Like, well, they had two. Oh, did they? Potential. I I don't know. Maybe I I'm hearing. Maybe I just heard it wrong. I thought I heard a an article or something that was like they made a a, a story where Killmonger actually doesn't get killed yeah or die and but he, he gets and he, imprisoned he, he gets imprisoned and he starts to redeem himself because they were maybe thinking about setting up him taking over the reins at a later date yeah possibly I would have liked to have seen that but but they didn't go that route no they no. didn't so and you know it, again if you bring back Michael B as much as I love Killmonger don't bring him back if you've killed him because it's that thing of well if you're just going to bring everyone back to life bring Iron Man back and there's no consequences of dying yeah. It just makes the whole overarching story just pointless. Yeah, it's like Cap just showing up randomly yeah. with a tiny I, You know, I'd like in Falcon and Winter Soldier like Chris Evans or Captain America, even though he probably won't, I'd like him to make a little cameo. Just be like, hey, I'm still old. Hello. I'm still old here. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm worthy sense. still. Look at me. I got me on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throw me the shield. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of uh, uh, old, old old man Captain America showing up with just like the hammer and just like <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm glad they're not recasting him. They're, and I hope they either go well. I think I think Kevin Feige alluded to that they'll definitely go more the Shuri route. Route 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 route. Why are you from Boston? I'm Boston. <laughs> So they'll go her Boston. route uh, where she takes up the mantle because why not? Why not? She's capable. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I, for me, it's just, it's the obvious choice. Like, yeah. 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 
It's either that or like, you know, go into the story of like, is it is it actually wise to have the king as the king and protector of Wakanda? Yeah. As both Black Panther and ruler. Maybe what they could do is they could be like, right, there's times where Shuri goes out as Black Panther whilst someone sort of like sits and takes temporary command and then vice versa. You know, Shuri's like the tech genius and like incredible mind. Like, she can, like, stay and do, like, royalty work and blah, 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 whilst M'Baku bees the Black Panther, goes out and does hero stuff, comes back, and then they need to swap or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Make it a joint effort. Make it multiple Black Panthers. Multiple Blacks, Panthers. Um, And then, I think, everyone that threw their seats in the air in... uh, in, in, in excitement <laughs> is that they finally announced Fantastic Four properly with John Watts who currently is doing the Spider-Man films as the director of the film the first family is coming so to the MCU he, yeah he did the he did, he did Homecoming, Homecoming so, yeah. and Far From Home and what uh, and, uh, and um, Home and Away or whatever and away. the third one's going to be whatever that one's called yeah so yeah he's, he's doing Fantastic Four which I'm like yeah good yeah do you have because Kevin Feige alluded to this um, uh, when they announced it at Comic Con, didn't he? That yeah, I don't. I they, don't they, even they, have they time were... to talk about Fantastic Four. Yeah, exactly. I don't have any yeah. time to talk about this. Yeah. It, again, this one doesn't really have a uh, a set date, but it's, it's coming it's together. Happening. It's coming together. It's got a logo. Looks yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. The logo looks good. Do you think that John Krasinski and Emily? Blunt oh, are gonna please, play? <laughs> please. <laughs> Be that interesting because you... they play they play an older version of the characters as well yeah like again this could link into multiverse of madness this could link into quantum mania and the different realms and stuff like that where they're trapped somewhere they've got their powers and they're the reason why they're back in old is because they've been trapped for so many bloody years that that could be a good thing and okay so do you have um, well they you know part as their because their their whole thing was like they were astronauts weren't they yes went into space and then there was an explosion and something they got powers but you could have it that they went into space Fell into the quantum realm. Yes. Got powers and then only like, now have been chucked back like, out. Like, like uh, if Shuri wasn't there, Reed Richards would be the biggest mind on the planet. He's the smartest person on Earth yeah. if, if it wasn't for Shuri. Um, so for him to come back and be like, yeah, yeah, I kind of fucked up with the quantum realm and shit. Oh, I kind of tapped into the multiverse. I'm back now. Also, my What's friend happened? is a rock. Yeah. <laughs> this man's on fire. <laughs> I have, on fire. You might think I might have no wife, but she's right here. <laughs> this is my wife. <laughs> you can't see her, but she's here. Hang on, let me wrap my arm around her so yeah. you can see her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so do you have any other like sort of casting thoughts? Who would you want as fantastic? Uh, fantastic, bloody. Who would you want as Human Torch and Ben Grimm, the thing? I have an, I have a really. I really want a specific person to play Human Torch, but they won't because they're going to be in something else. Andrew Garfield as a Human Torch. Yeah. I'd really like that. But he's going to be in bloody Spider-Man 3, isn't he? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who would would be. It's either that or I did see that... um... I don't know, you know, because I'm terrible at doing this. I'm terrible at thinking of actors. Because most of the actors I can think of already are in the MCU. Yeah. So it's like, who who would I want that would be good? Maybe not a massive name, but would would I think be a good fit for a character? A good, a good casting for Human Torch would be Billy from Stranger Things. He'd be good. Oh, uh, Deckard, 
uh, Montague or whatever his he name was is. in yeah. Power Rangers and whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, in yeah. Power Rangers. He was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he could be, be really good. Bit yeah. of a hot shot guy. Yeah. Uh, he could, Rebel. He could play that. Yeah. Who um, would be a good fit for the thing? I I had uh, Bloody Hopper from... Yeah, cause, but he's in Black Panther. But he's, he's uh, Black, in Black Widow, uh, Black Widow so. as Red Guardian, yeah. which I'm like, ugh. But I can't think of the thing. Maybe. Do you know what? Okay. I, I could think of Dave Bautista doing it, but obviously he's, 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 Drax. he's Drax. But like, if he wasn't that, I'd go, yeah. You know, okay, this is going to be a long shot. You probably won't like this, but this actually makes perfect sense. <laughs> he's gotten a lot better at acting than what he's previously done. Yeah. He's funny. He will definitely lean into the Marvel yeah. trope. And he's called The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that kind you know, of makes sense. Him, him, and, him and Emily Blunt did a movie recently, so fuck it, let's do it. That Why not? kind of makes sense. Why not? He's, he, he's built for the part. You just paint him orange and that's what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. Maybe put some prosthetic on him, but... Yeah, a little bit of prosthetic, whatever. A little bit of CGI, I don't know I'm here. But, like, The Rock. Fuck he's, it. Yeah, there's, he's, there's he's, our lineup. He's, he's a decent actor now. <laughs> he's funny. He, like, again, he would definitely lean into the whole, like... Oh, I'm orange. Oh, no. Remember when I was... When I was normal? <laughs> <laughs> remember when you didn't send us through the fucking quantum realm? Yeah, so... Do you remember when I wasn't invisible? <laughs> <laughs> remember when he wasn't on fire? Remember when you was a normal length? <laughs> <laughs> you remember yeah, when the, you were the, regular sized? Uh, yeah, I, I'd really like that. I really, you know, what, that's my perfect casting. Fucking John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, uh, what's his face? Deckard Montague. Deckard Montague and, and the, the Rock. rock. <laughs> there you go. There's our that, Fantastic Four. That's the Fantastic Four right there. Please do it. Might as oh, well. Go on, John Watts. Go on, Kevin. <laughs> Again, check will be in the post. <laughs> check will be in the post, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Should we work in Marvel? Or <laughs> we'll just work in the film industry? Uh, anyway. I think that's all of it for... Oh, and also they, they announced... Um, did I already mention this? Legends. Marvel Studios' most iconic moments from the MCU is going to be a little new series. I probably did. What? Like, what's the point in it? Are they just going to really show footage? Maybe it's going to be like the uh, Mandalorian, but behind the scenes sort of thing. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe so that's... like a behind the magic. Maybe, moments, maybe. But that's it. That's that was all of the news that they announced. Blimey! From from that certain thing, Disney investors. There was a lot of it as well. That was, a, was lot. a lot, and we've still got more news for, for next so week or whatever. Whenever we do the next one, um, yeah, it has been a bit sparse these episodes, but we've been busy. We've been really busy. Oh, interesting that we mentioned Fantastic Four because I've just seen this. Yes, I didn't realize I had this. Um, but apparently in the Eternals it's going to tease the arrival of the Silver Surfer and, boom and Galactus there we go yes like Eternals he didn't speak much of but like you know that looks good yeah sweet great um, I think that's all it so thank you everyone for listening if you like to get in touch the email's still up uh, cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com uh, write a review give us five stars please We'd much great. We'd appreciate it, even if you hate it. Tell you what, if there's stuff that you didn't like, then uh, tell us, but still give us a five-star review, because we will not read anything that isn't less than that. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. Hopefully everyone has a really good new year, and hopefully we all stick together and get shit done, because 
We need it. Please. Yeah, hopefully this year will be Hope. a million fucking times better. Yeah, just make be common sense. Be common sense. That's be it. That's common s- be common sense. Be common sense. Be common sense. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for listening, and we will see you next time for the Mandalorian season two. Take care. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,